So hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl Justria, and today, you guys, on my podcast, I will be talking about uh just being free, honestly and truly. Um, I know that on my podcast I've gotten a little dark and a little err, uh, but that's because I was kind of going through like the stages of finally being completely free mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like just a lot. So to begin with you guys, I do want to go start off by getting up and off my social media. So if you do want to follow me and want to go see more details or in depth about certain the certain things that I say in this podcast, then we can go from there because we can get it popping shorty because it ain't nothing to it but to do it. So if you guys want to go follow my YouTube channel is where I have like most of my story times and stuff like that. You can go excuse me it is called j-u-s-t-d-r-i-a justria but that's spaced out um also you guys can um go follow me on instagram and twitter it's the same handle it's justria underscore underscore also you guys um so um so yeah let's get into it um Yeah. Um, oh, and my Snapchat is J-U-S-T-D-R-I-A-9-6. Oh my gosh, let me get off of Instagram while I do my podcast because I am distracted. I saw something that I really wanted and I cannot do that because my mind will go 20 million places. Okay, so you guys, getting into the podcast, let's get into it. Um, so starting off the year of 2020, let's just say I came in this year, it's either, I kind of came into this year, like, just, was this this year that I had it? I don't even remember, like, ugh. Anyways, I think I'm going to skip over that fact because I don't want to lie, but if I'm correct, I think it was... 20 no that's 2019 okay so yeah so starting this year during the month of february or a little bit before the month of february um my uncle had tried to kill me um that story time is on my youtube channel just tria and you can go look that up that's j-u-s-t space d-r-i-a and it's the baker act one um honestly after I got out of my Baker Act um honestly after that happened like I just like kind of threw myself into my work because I felt like fuck it you know like I guess you could say like I because because before that happened like 2019 was stressful like I had the STD scare um what else happened like I actually had them because of a past relationship um, my family was calling me like shit eaters and whores and sluts and bitches. Um, I was trying to move to Texas, like just a lot of stuff in 2019 had happened, and it, it was a lot of family shit. You feel me? Like my uncle Ronnie had died, even though we weren't close or whatever, and I had to like kind of be the emotional backbone of the family. And my father was trying to like build a relationship. It was just a lot. And for those of y'all who don't know, like, me and my father are not close. Like, my biological father, we are not close at all. Like, he constantly screams DNA test, DNA test. And then when I be like, okay, then let's do it. He's like, no. And, like, he'll back out of it and stuff like that. So, yeah. 
I'm telling all the business in this podcast. But the only reason why I'm telling all the business in this podcast is because I want y'all to see like the process of becoming like free like mentally spiritually emotionally and stuff so I don't want y'all to think like it was just this easy fixer upper and then around February 10th because that's the day I had ended up correcting myself like I literally was at the edge like I was in um, my job and I was like at the edge of the thing and I was like I really just want to jump and like kill myself and I was like if I fall I wonder how bad is it gonna hurt And I was just like, I don't even know because at the end of the day, it's just like, what if I fall? You get me? And like, what if I fall and I like it? And then I was just like, I don't really know at this point in time. So for me, I was just like, okay, cool, bed, say less. So I was just like, this is not no inner mindset to be. I ended up like Baker acting myself. My job said that they Baker acting me. I kind of was mad at that at first, but I was just like, fuck it, however I get there, I get there. But um, when I got there, I'm not going to lie, it was at nighttime and I was mad scared because it was just like quiet and like scary. And it was like, I couldn't at the time be alone with my thoughts because my thoughts were kept on going back to like my uncle trying to kill me it's like this is a new place I don't know where I'm at they took everything like they made me strip down from like my wig (laughs) um they made me strip down from my wig um it was terrible like it was fucking awful like people like don't tell you like but when you go into a mental institution like they literally strip you down like they don't strip you down like fully clothes and shit like that but they like make you take off your wig they make you take off any add-ons any jewelry anything like you're basically in there bitch with just your clothes on and like your shoes um honestly and truly I can say that in the Baker Acts um I had got a little bit of favoritism because as a black woman, let's just say like it was a bunch of around Hispanics, biased Hispanics. They thought I was naturally like Hispanic and just didn't know Spanish. So they were like asking me like, was I Dominican or some shit like that? And I was just like, no, I'm black. And they were just like, oh, okay. And because I wasn't like as dark as some of the other black people that was in there, I kind of got like peripheral treatment. And it was just like, I don't know, it was kind of weird because like, yes, it was Caucasians in there and like lighter skinned women, but they treated me like the Hispanics and they treated the black people like niggas. And that's like part of the reason, like one of the things that I say, like, I would regret, like I would want to go like, I don't know, whatever. But basically, um, put me in there and then we went through counseling and stuff like that we actually had counselors who taught us like how to communicate um they kind of like picked our brain a lot um they did try to dope me up which is something I really didn't agree with because I just did not do it um I was so close to getting out and then my grandmother at the time had to take me out and I say grandmother at the time because I don't consider her to be a grandmother I consider her to be a blood relative in our family um she had to come get me out and I had asked her to go bring my uncle because I just wanted to like get everything and of course her protecting her son she didn't do it and she ended up um giving me an eviction notice and the eviction notice started a day 
a day beforehand. And when it had started a day beforehand or whatever, it just kind of, um, she like kind of put the pressure on me. So kind of trying to get back to work and I'm like facing the eviction. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. I haven't really gotten all my money for my job. So now I'm even more stressed out. And then now I still have to go pay like, um, I still have to like go pay the people for a reevaluation to say like that I'm safe to go back to work, coming to, come to find out. Then I have to go to a therapist and then I have to do all of this stuff. And now my benefits are running out and I'm just like, I really can't do this at this point in time because right now it's really stressful. And so, you know, mind you, her son was the man who tried to fucking choked me out and then we ended up getting into an argument I think a little bit after that and it just kind of like escalated from like zero to like a hundred and then that's when I had moved in with my best friend at the time and we're no longer best friends because we had a falling out over a zoo which is dumb as fuck to me but you know what that's okay um we so you know we're living together you know it was cool and everything into like the dude but the dude was trifling and I had you know before like I had been wanting to drop her as a friend but at the time I was like really down on my dick and I was like maybe I just be OD and I'm overreacting like I was very unsure of myself and then we after we had our father now she's like you need to go back and live with your mother so when I ended up moving back with my mother I was having anxiety attacks because let's just say like my family like my home life wasn't always perfect and pitchy and whatever and so for me it was just like damn I'm back at the same place where I had left and I felt like I had hit rock bottom because I was like damn like I had spent my whole entire time not running from this place but trying to grow and evolve and get my own and now here I am back with my parents so for me I felt ashamed it wasn't it wasn't even about the past because honestly I had done forgiven a lot of past shit the problem was for me was um honestly and truly it came from um coming back in to the place that I had left because I guess you can say like I was just trying to run out relationships and stuff like that because I just I guess I was just running from myself and then when I came back here it's like okay cool now they got me on anxiety medication I had to find a whole new job I was stressed out my job was cut short my checks um I was trying to be positive you feel me I try not to drink as much as I want as I used to um it was very stressful. Like, it was awful. And I felt like I was losing my mind. My therapist, who was like, oh, my gosh, you're doing really great, you know, came in. It was just like, okay, well, you're going to have to stay here for a little bit longer, da-da-da-da, because I wouldn't want to sleep with him. So it was just a lot that was going on. And I was just like, I can't do this because this is not something that I can see myself doing or being in a position like because at the end of the day when it's all said and done, it's stressful and I was like really OD stressed out um so when I finally did get back at work um they would not convert me over but then the day that they were supposed to convert me over that's when they processed the resignation letter that I had put in back in um April because I was told like if you put in a resignation letter then it's gonna go then you can go always get rehired back I ended up getting a different position and with better hours so I would get off at 5 30 in the morning and I would work Thursday Friday Saturday same schedule so I would be getting paid $17 an hour but I would be seasonal 
But then I had, they had a part-time thing where I would be permanent and I wouldn't have to be seasonal and have to run the risk of what you call it, of um, not being um, transferred over to permanent. Because I know they do a mass hiring and they do a mass firing because I had been working for the company for like eight months. And I was like, you know what? I can't like really do this and I don't want to risk it. So now I'm working part-time or whatever. And that kind of works out. The only thing is like it was kind of hard to get on the schedule and it was stressful. So it was just like I'm not really used to not making money and then like my ex-best friend was like you know I went I came back to like you know say congratulations to her and then that turned into a whole um a big thing which let's just say I wasn't a fan of because at the end of the day it's like if we had a falling out over a nigga why do you keep on bringing it up and it's just like if you didn't want me to say anything to you that's all you had to go say and you know I got kind of petty because I was just like kind of over it and then like I guess like I was just tired, you know, mentally. Like, I had to go get over the family situation, and that shit runs deep. Like, I got called shit eaters, hoes, sluts, bitches, and everything else. And I was the one who was assaulted and was the one who was getting threatened and everything else. And everybody's like, I don't understand. Why would you not say anything about it? Why would you not do this? And why would you not do that? And it's just like, trying to find out, y'all, the same people who knew, like, that something was going on. And, but that something was going on and at the time I really like hadn't like I had just started learning how to speak out so for me speaking out was something that you know was speaking out was something that kind of scared me because it's like how do you speak out against something that you don't really want to happen but you're afraid like of what could possibly go wrong and what got happened so for me I was just like um so for me I was just like I really can't do that um so recently um I've been like really working through my feelings and working through my feelings um I did fall in love and I thought maybe it was because of the trauma but then I realized like even if there was no trauma like I would still love to do and I think actually like two three four months in he told me that he was married but that was like after he had I know people are like, oh my gosh, that's so soon to fall in love. But honestly, it is what it is. Um, he has showed me qualities that I wanted in a man. Things that I thought that I had actually manifested. So it was just like, almost like a dream come true. Because it was like, I finally got my fucking Superman. <clears throat> the person who I thought was going to love me like forever. And then when that happened, I was like, okay... I finally got the person who's going to love me forever. I finally have the person who's who understands me. I finally have the person who loves me even when I'm ugly, when I'm down. And when I say I'm ugly, I'm talking about, like, the side that nobody really gets to see. Like, because a lot of people get to see, like, oh, happy-go-fun, lucky, Drea. But nobody really sees the I'm really in my feelings, I'm really hurt, and I'm really crying, Drea. Like, nobody, like hardly gets to see that like my cousin probably sees that but he doesn't see like the full extent and he saw all of that and he still wanted to be with me but then also he drops this whole marriage bomb and honestly I can say that like I had grown because like I didn't snap I didn't curse him out none of that and I took a breather and I took a step back to like evaluate the whole situation and then things just changed from there because it's like you had so many opportunities to tell me that you was married and all this other stuff. And then once I found out, and then it was just like, ha, 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 
it was almost like a mask had done came off. So it was like, mind you, I never told him what type of man I wanted. I never told him what type of man I needed. But he but he was everything that I thought he was. And then all of a sudden, he's like, he's lying about having bitches and hoes and other girls. And he's telling me that we're not committed. And it's like, we're going through this up and down. And it's stressful because it was like, what do you do when you fall in love? And then all I could do was like, every time we would argue or get into altercation, I would cry. It would be me crying. Like, it'll always end up in me crying. And it'd be like, what's wrong? I'm crying because I'm hurt. I'm crying because I'm hurt. And I was just like, I don't like this feeling because every single time I feel like this, it makes me feel some type of way. And I know people say, well, you shouldn't feel no type of way about it because if he said he's married, you should just dead it and end it. But but what do you do? But my whole thing is, but what do you do when you fall in love with a man who you love genuinely? And it's not just sex. It's not just something that you're playing around with. It's not just something. It's not just something that you're um that you're so not 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 something that you don't take seriously. Like I love this man, and people like to say, okay, well if you love him, then you should be able to let him go. Yeah, I'm able to let him go, but at the same time, it's just like. When do I get my happy ending? It's like, because I felt like my whole emotions was played with and swayed with. It's like, you were the man who I needed you to be. Like, you were the person that was good in bed. You were the person who was good at listening. You were the person who understood me when I when I couldn't understand myself. You were the person who helped me calm me down on days when I couldn't calm myself down. You were the person who, who could tell when something was wrong with me off bat and off rip. You were the person who, when it came down to it, I didn't have to ask you for anything. Because if, if you knew I needed it you would give it to me like it was days where I was stressed the fuck out and you would just take me away from the whole entire world and then all of a sudden you come and you say oh I'm married and then I'm supposed to sit there and take that like oh yeah well I could keep on fucking on a married man or I could keep on loving on a married man and in reality it's just like I can't even do that and then it's just like moving forward it's like now it's like now we argue and we fight over bullshit and communication because you don't want to be my friend you want to be you you want to because in my mind in my opinion from my from my standpoint you don't want you want to be my man but you don't want to be my man it's like it's like it's like it's almost like you want to be a placeholder in my life meaning that you want to be like okay I'm going to pick you up when I want to pick you up and, I, and I'm going to go play with you and I don't feel like playing with you. But in reality, I really don't want you like I used to at this point in time. And just so you know, I can always have other girls. So keep that in mind. So so, so remember that. So remember how you talk to me and stuff like that. And then now that I don't want to be a part of it anymore, now it's like... Now it's like when I finally put my foot down and I'm just like, I'm not doing this no more. It's like, damn, like you don't want to fight for me. You don't love me. You don't what you call it. But 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 it's but it's but but it's not a I don't love you type thing. It's more of a I do love you. That's why I'm giving you your space and your time, because with me loving you like I can love you all day and I can love you all night and I want to be with you. But you're still married like somebody has your last name. I like I'll never be able to have your last name while this person has your last name. And if you can do her like like that and still do because I know because I know because I know some things now and what's going on because it makes sense now what would you do to me if we was married and you felt like you didn't need me no more would you just up and like you're not the man that I will want to be with and when I say that then it's like oh now you're blocking me and then and then and then and then you're reading my messages and then 
and then you're lying and then you're you're calling me after you blocked me and then it's just like now you want to argue and I was just like I can't do this anymore and I was like I got over the fact that I was Baker acted I got over the fact that my family really wasn't my family I got over the fact that my family preyed on me I got over the fact that my best friend really wasn't my best friend I got over the fact of a lot of things and getting over so much shit it's just like I don't want to have to put up with nobody else's shit especially a lover's like a past lover because right now I can go tell y'all it's an it's a nigga right now who got up and left me to be with his baby mama and I'm not mad that he got up and left me to be with his baby mama I feel like if you're happy be happy but the whole not baby mama but ex-girlfriend and I feel like at the end of the day if that's what you wanted from the beginning you should never play with my feelings and emotions and that was easy that was let me write that it was kind of easy to get over because it was just like whatever but then it kind of pushed me back to you and I was just like I really don't want to be in this energy of same looping of heartbreak come back heartbreak come back heartbreak come back and then when I was looking for another sugar daddy because at the time I thought you know what maybe I just need to get work on getting my funds up and so I was like okay what works and I was like okay being a sugar baby and then it's like you see that and then the first thing you do is like you calling me now and I got something to say to me you're married you don't even want to be with me and you're telling me every single time that you can get holes in different area codes so how come so how come when it comes down to me you have this whole different perspective and I'm supposed to be this fucking wonder woman and Mr. Save You and Mr. Miss Wholesome and never, never have an opinion or never have a feeling about anything. And I'm just supposed to be like, oh, I'm all, oh, I'm okay. I'm happy. I'm overjoyed. I personally don't care that, 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 that you won't commit. No, because I do. Because at the end of the day, like I saw myself with you and I keep on like, I don't know. Um, I've really been recently into like horoscopes and stuff like that. Unless I'm going like, oh my gosh, the bullshit. But honestly, like I follow like spirit readers and stuff like that. And, and every time they say something like it happens and I'm just like, okay, cool. And I've honestly been like been trying to manifest and do better for myself. And it just got to a point where I just said, fuck it. I said, I'm no longer going to go sit there and wait for somebody to choose me. I'm not going to sit there and wait for things to get better. I said, I'm going to make the decision to be better. And I'm not going to go lie and say like, oh my gosh, this piece just came like just like yesterday. Because it took months and months and months and months and months. And people say, oh, well, you should just let shit go. And it's just like when you have history and loving and everything else, it's just like, it's not it's not an overnight fix. It's not a I'm just gonna wake up tomorrow morning and everything's gonna be okay because memories are still attached to it. Like even though it's even though it's fucked that side of the family and everything they stand for, I still have positive memories over there. Like I still have good memories, but I also have bad. And and I know people say, Well, you should go forgive it because it's your family and I was just like, I don't have to forgive a damn thing. Like me forgiving does not mean I have to go fuck with you. I forgave because I wanted to forgive, not 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 because it was told to me, not because it's what you call it, because I know at the end of the day, the same exact people who they had calling me and hitting my line and hitting my phone and everything else was the same people who were there was like, oh, don't talk to her, don't do this, don't do that. So I so I know you're trying to reach out to go try to fix it, but it's no fixing it. And I sent I send the same exact message that I send to them because I know they're gonna tell you, it's fuck you. 
And it's not fuck you because it's me being petty. It's fuck you because you did what you did. You had a chance to fix it and you did not want to fix it. And at the end of the day, when it came down to it and everything boiled down to it, I loved you when it was hard to love you. I loved you when I, when I didn't even love myself. And then at the end of the day, it's just like, I've sacrificed so much and I've taken, it's been like a just take, 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 take. And it has not been a give, 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 give type thing. And it's just like, it's like the moment I stopped being a server or something that you guys could take from me, it was like it was problematic. And that fuck with my mental. And if you fuck with my mental, you gotta go. That's just that. And I know people say, well, like, because if I don't have my mind and my spirit is not at peace when it comes down to you, I don't want I don't want you around. I can't afford to have people around me no more like that. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm finally free. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go wear this outfit today. But then I realized like, I'm just going to work, honestly. So if I'm just going to work, it's really not no point in me wearing that because... <sighs> It's just, it's no point in me wearing it because that outfit holds a lot more weight than just going to work. I want to wear it as a celebration. So, yeah. Outside of that, um, yeah. Being free feels great. It feels amazing. Like, I'm not stressed out. I'm not crying no more. I'm not sad. I'm not looking at people left and right. I'm not like, I want to square up. I'm not doing none of that. And it feels really good. I know people say, oh, but if it feels so good, like, why you got to talk about it? And why you got to do this? And why you got to, like, come? And it's like, I'm not taking shots at nobody. I'm not disrespecting nobody. I feel I feel like, honestly, I'm just speaking my truth. And I know that my truth has got me in places where it felt really uncomfortable because I was in a room full of lies and people who did not like the truth. And when you're in a room full of lies and people who don't like truth, it becomes problematic because now they want to get violent. Now, now they got issues. Now, 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 now it's hard for them to talk. And, they, and it's just like, nah, it is what it is. It's great. I'm happy that my truth is finally out there, that I was able to heal. And I'm coming on here to say that healing does not happen overnight. Healing comes over with time. Like, this shit has been nine months and 12 days. This shit feels like a fucking pregnancy. Like, and and the worst part of it is, is like literally at the end. Because during the beginning of it, like, yes, it was pain. Yes, it was painful. And yes, it hurt. But then it was just like on the last days, it's like, how do, how the fuck do I forgive myself? And I was like, I was like, I had left work because that's how agitated I was. And I was just like, you know what? I got to forgive myself. Because if I don't forgive myself, then it's going to be problematic. And forgiving myself was probably, like, one of the hardest things that I possibly could do. And people say, oh, forgive others, forgive others. It's easy to forgive others, but it's hard to forgive yourself. And no matter what nobody says, like, because... We as human beings like tend to replay things over and over and over and over again, like damn, like damn. And we be looking at things from hindsight when in reality we did the best that we possibly could. So I'm not gonna lie, I, I smoked a little something, something. And I was like, you know what? I did the best I did it I could do in that situation. Everything I did let me hear. And I'm supposed to be here. I ain't finna relive half the shit I did. It is what it is. 
I ain't begging no nigga to stay with me. I ain't crying over nigga, no nigga that got a whole wife. I'm not doing none of that shit no more. That shit is dead. That shit's for the birds. And I was just like, it is what it is. And I'm no longer going to go sit there and let nobody have me out of fucking character. If a bitch don't fuck with me, a bitch just don't fuck with me. You did the best that you could in that relationship. You tried to salvage it. It was not salvageable. And somehow, if it's problematic still, fuck it. Because it's not nothing that I could do. And it's not nothing that I'm going to try to do to go fix the damn thing. Because if you have a problem with me or you can't stand me, well, can't stand me over there. I still fuck with you from a distance. Like, I still love you. But certain shit, I'm just not tolerating or taking. And that's just on period. So with that, you guys, that has been a podcast about just mentally healing and everything else. If y'all want to see certain story times, I would suggest y'all go on my YouTube channel, Just Tria. Some of the titles are I Baker Acted Myself, um, The Family That Prays On You. I did a podcast on that, I believe, but I also made a YouTube video about it. Um, My Family Gotta Go. It's just all on my YouTube channel. I really honestly feel like y'all should go do that. So, yeah. So, yeah, love you, love you, love you. I hope you guys are having a great day, and I hope you guys are living your best life.